Welcome to the Movement Podcast, Episode 2, What Makes a Man. This is something I'm like passionate about, and I'm so excited about sharing this with you guys. My name is Wilson. I'll be your host today. I'm with O, JP, and Cam, and we are the Shepherds of Men. Now, before I get started, I want to make sure we preface the entire podcast movement and make sure that uh, you know that this is catered to men. So if you're listening to this, man, if you're easily offended, if you're weak-minded, if you're you know so politically correct that, man, you just you're just a silent pansy. I'm just sorry. Just don't listen to us. Uh, choose another podcast, go somewhere else. And I appreciate you t- tuning in for the time being, but you've been warned. This is our truth. We're sharing. We're not going to apologize that. And, um, you know, we're speaking what we believe. So welcome guys. I'm, I have been thinking about this for all week long and I'm really pumped about what makes a man. And I don't know if you guys have asked anybody in the area about what makes a man, but I have actually actually done this a couple times, and uh, it's surprising to me. Well, actually, not really. Just in the society that we live in today, it's not that surprising, but um, people just don't have an answer, you know, and I don't know if you guys have been able to share this or seen this or heard of this from other people, and I've asked you to, to ask, so I uh, definitely want to start with uh, JP. Man, what, what's your interaction this week about asking people about what makes a man, or what's your, what's your impression? Uh, yeah. So honestly, from my opinion, what I've gathered from people when I talk to them, uh, is, is the generic answer, you know, generally, uh, provider, um, you know, dad, husband, um, you know, the, the things that you are supposed to, and I I know you guys can't see this, but it's quotation supposed to do. Uh, but I'll tell you what people are really good at and it's what you're not supposed to do. Um, and, and, and for me personally, the reason that I believe that people are able to do that is because most of them live that life. They're more familiar with what you sh- probably shouldn't be doing than they are about what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and ultimately that comes out. And especially when you corner somebody, like what you said, I, my, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I asked five different guys and these were respectable guys. These were guys that were pretty good in their, their careers. They were considered sharp uh, by social standards. Um, but their response started with, uh, well, they should, I mean, you, you want to be a provider, uh, you know, take care of your kids, uh, you know, be there to, uh, make sure that the family's financially, you know, stable and, and, and stuff like that. And, uh, and I said, well, what, what isn't a man? What, what should a man stay away from? Where, where should he steer from? Oh, well, he, he, he probably doesn't need to, you know, put his hands on his wife. He doesn't, he doesn't need to be absent in the household. I he put my hands on my wife. It, it, but they're the like open-handed and groping more like. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a, that's not a proof. And she likes it. Yeah. She does love it. Yeah. Huh? Uh, hey, babe, mine's, I love mine's more closed, closed hand. My, my wife likes that. What? <laughs> I don't even, all right, move on. My wife is mean. <laughs> it's jokes, guys. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. Yeah, no, but. No, but seriously, I mean, that's right. most, most guys. And to be honest, we all know this, but the, the negative is way easier than Much the positive. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to talk the about the negative automatic. aspects yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. than it is the positive aspects of things. So as far as I'm concerned, I, I got the generic answers, which were, were some decent answers. I'm not saying that that's wrong. You should be a financial provider. You should take care of your children. You know, you should take care of your wife and stuff like that. So I'm not, I'm not saying that that's wrong. But I feel like that was like what they were told from society, right? right? Like they were watching News Channel 4 last night and they were like, hey, if you want to be a good dad, you should take care of your kids. That's a great idea. I ain't never been to jail. I ain't <laughs> never been to jail. 
But I've literally heard that before from somebody like, man, I'm a good dad. I've never <laughs> been to jail. <laughs> that's you're not supposed to go to jail, <laughs> and that's your litmus test. It's like, yeah, exactly. Well, that's because the bar's been lowered, and we'll right. talk about that a little bit more. But Wilson, that would that would be my response from what I what I experienced. Cam, what you think? I, you know, I haven't had as, as much direct feedback as talking to people this week, uh, asking this question, but I will tell you through thinking through this and knowing the topic we were going to talk about, and even just researching it in general, and as some people would call research, Googling it, um, I, it's amazing how you have to kind of dig through content to find anything that's worth a crap. I mean, like there's really a lot of just dumbass stuff out there um, that's funny, but we talked about this last time where, well, I think we talked about it last time where it's like, it is funny and it's entertaining, but it's kind of sad because what a man has become in society is really a joke. I mean, it really is. You look at sitcoms, you look at TV, you look at what, you know, movies. And it's like, then this is what kids are watching. This is what young men are watching. And, and it's, you know, this is the example. This is the cookie cutter is watch this bumbling idiot that doesn't know how to lead his family and then, and his wife is kind of running the show and this is not a chauvinistic thing. It's just, it's just, a, it's an embarrassment to what a real man is supposed to be. Almost and like the women have to stand they up. They have to. The right. Listen, here's the it. truth, man. And we all know this. We've got some amazing yeah. wives and they're strong as, I mean, Absolutely. they are women of strength and they will do what needs to be done, but they don't want to have to. Right. And they shouldn't yeah. have to. That's, it wasn't made. It wasn't created that way. So women are strong enough to step up and do everything they have to do. But in today's world, they're having to do it too much. Right. And it yeah. shouldn't be the case. They should be able to just be treated like princesses and queens. And, and that's not a chauvinistic thing either. And I, like, we talked about this. I got to watch myself. But we got some feedback on some of my comments. But I, like whether you wear panties or don't wear panties, it doesn't matter. You listen to the episodes. You're going to love it. If you're a man or a woman, you're going to love it. This is great stuff. If you're a woman and you haven't found a real man yet, you're going to learn what one looks like. If you're a man and you haven't been able to become a real man yet, you're going to learn how to become one. I think this 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 episode here is really the foundational thing of what this whole movement has uh, launched from. So anyways, that's Absolutely. my two cents on it for right now. Um, O'Neill, what about you, man? Man, so I reached out to several different, really, age groups. Um, I didn't get a chance to really ask the, the female side of things, um, but um, I am interested in that. So hopefully we'll get some feedback on that, uh, IG and Facebook and whatnot. But, um, you know, I reached out to my brother uh, today, and uh, I didn't get any negative feedback. I actually got positive feedback there, what, what a man's supposed to be. And I'll just read his text. You know, he said, a man provides, a man respects his partner. Uh, family and those around him. He protects those he cares about. He does stuff he doesn't want to do in order to provide for his family. And that was just off the top of his head, which that's huge. So for, for those listening, my brother, uh, it would be classified as a, I guess, a millennial. Um, so those of you who, who dislike millennials, what did you um, say it like surprise, that? surprise there. Uh, I mean, that's got to be a small though. percentage of millennials. He's, he's, yeah, 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 small. <laughs> but he's sharp, man. He gets right. it. You know, we grew up in the same household, so... Uh, that's a pretty big deal. But one thing that he said that really stood out to me was that he he does something. What does he say? He does stuff he doesn't want to do in order to provide for his family. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, you know, to to not only be that provider, but but to sacrifice your time in order to make sure that things are right in your home. Absolutely. You know, even when you know it's easy to 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 sit there and watch the game in the recliner, right? Crack a brewski after work, but when shit needs to get done. 
a real man wouldn't just sit in the recliner and watch the game. He gets up and gets and gets shit done. Yeah. It is sacrifice. I mean, the whole the whole thing is sacrifice. And every Absolutely. every time that you think, oh, this is too hard, or this is I don't feel like it, or whatever. Honestly, that should be a trigger where you're going. It's probably something I should do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, big time. You know, if your but, kid comes to you and says, "Hey, Dad, play with me, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Get off the couch mm-hmm. and go play." Yeah, because I mean, it's not going to happen forever, day. right? You know, yeah. because they're going to grow up. And then it, you know, I saw something the other day. It was just like a little little comment, but it but it it pulls at the heartstrings. You know where where the dad's working and the kid's like, Hey dad, let's play, let's play, let's play. He's like, I can't right now. I'm busy. You know? And then later in life, you know, the dad in the, in the comic, the dad's starting to bottle a little bit and the kid's a teenager. He's like, Hey son, you want to do this? And the kid was like, nah, dad, I'm busy. Mm. You know, and it, it comes back nuts around. Right there, boy. You know? That comes back around. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's life throwing that. that that's a baseball glove in your face right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. God, mm. Let's be honest. Being a man is, it, it's difficult. Yeah. It, it's it, supposed it, to it's, be. It's, mm. it's a difficult thing. Like, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. If you're skating through life and you're a man and you're listening to this podcast right now, you're not a man. And stuff is easy. You're not a man. Then you're not doing it right. You're right. a male. It's just yeah, like our you're, post. You're not doing it right. It's just like our yeah. post the other day. You turn 18, you got nads. Doesn't mean that you you're a man. You have to earn that. Did you? Did, yeah. Okay, so is it just me? I got mine before I was 18. Well, yeah, I did too. I mean, mine I dropped like a long time ago. Like okay, one or just, both. You said you turned 18 and then you got nads. Well, I don't know what I the post said. Is that what the post said? That's what I, I thought know, it said. Whatever. You turned 18 and then you got them? Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> like 11. Well, why is there so much confusion man, out there? All right, let me correct that. It was, man, you turned you. 18 now and you got a set of nads. Doesn't mean that you're a man. Now I see why you smile okay, all sorry. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I found mine. I'm excited too because like Woo! at 17 <laughs> and 364 days, I'd be like, oh shit, something's got to happen. <laughs> something's got to happen because there's a lot of bare space down there. Right? I sense disappointment from our producer. Production man, over there. <laughs> yeah, so I, I know that uh, coming into this, I, I've asked a few people, and, it, and I got crickets. I literally, whenever I asked what it makes a man, my my response was mostly very like, uh, like I don't know. And but then when I, I flipped it, I said, well, what doesn't make a man? That's when it started flying off the like off, you know, just it's off more the tongue. And it was more normal. And it's funny. Well, not funny. Actually, it's pretty sad to say that it's easier to talk about the negative side of things and what makes, doesn't make a man than it is what it is. Cause there's not enough men out there being the examples they need to be to lead their family and, and lead the society that we're supposed to. So I want to, I want to see and just kind of dig a little bit on your personal uh, lives and sense of, give me some examples of men that you've come across that weren't like a man, like give me, you know, what they've said, how they interacted Maybe personal if you have something, and just kind of give me some give me some information. Anybody want to go first? Who, who, go ahead, go ahead, Cam. So I mean, I, we talked about this um, in episode one. I, I have a great example of a man mm-hmm. is my father, and it's a huge blessing. And, and honestly, something I probably take for granted and don't even realize it. Um, but there was there's so many things that are unsaid that are just it, it really is example. That is really what set the tone was the way he lives his life. I was gonna say lived, but lives his life to this day. He's always the same. He's always he's always stable. Uh, he's not emotionally up and down. Um, and it wasn't always things he told. There's there's a couple little things that he told me that I remember to this day that are like just little simple words of wisdom that I will that I teach my kids now. You know, but mostly it was just that he kept his shit together. You know, and he went through crap like every other human on earth, right? Just like what JP was just talking about. Like, if your life is super, super easy right now, like something's up. Like, you need to leave your mom's basement and like go interact with people and stuff, right? Because it's it's not supposed to be easy. But even when it's not easy, can you keep a level head? Can you keep emotionally stable? Not like 
internally. Internally, there's probably struggle and there's things that you're you're dealing with. But as a man, like that's part of it, man. Right. You just you just man up and do what you're supposed to do and take responsibility for it. Um, and some of the other outside of my dad, I've had some other great mentors uh, through uh, some entre- entrepreneurial opportunities and. You know, uh, through church, honestly, for me, a uh, pastor of mine that have just been great examples of the things. And I, it's not so much the time that we get. Yes, I've got I've gleaned a lot of wisdom from the words they've said to me uh, and even the words I've heard them say to others. But more so just watching them, observing their life, observing how they interact with their kids, how they interact with their wife, how they interact with the people around them, the people that they lead in, in those different environments and how they care and how they love. And I think that's one thing that um, a lot of people miss is like they mm. think, oh, if you're a man, you got to be tough. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, you need to have a tough skin and you need to be mentally tough, but you need to love people, man. And you need you to re- tell them. It, and you need to tell them you love them. Yeah. But let's be honest. If you're a confident man and you're confident in who you are, Saying I love you is not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's, no, it's no. not. It's not a weakness. That's that's an insecurity. That's an insecurity for sure, hundred percent. And I mean, and even in our personal life, I mean, not to say whatever. I mean, I I respect this guy, um, Ashley's father. I mean, he just doesn't say it as often, you know. And then she said, and I, I come from an environment where every time we got off the phone, you're like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Where she comes on into play, you say I love you. It's kind of like a foreign word, you know, in her family. But her family. You come into that environment, you automatically know you're loved. It's a different precedence, and it's really cool to feel that vibe. Like it's literally a fresh breath of air it's like an aura. in their mm-hmm. house because it's just they got it so together together. He has him and his wife has really put together a great family that anybody want to model. Now they have their struggles; everybody does. But my family is like very chaotic, and it's like whoa, very dysfunctional at times. And that's because some people just we're just very outspoken. We're all like woo in your face kind of deal about what we believe. So, go ahead. Oh, do you have something? Yeah, yeah, man. I, so, as far as examples and whatnot, man, my my pops and my and my grandfather um, were solid growing up. But the, the issue there was that I only saw them, I don't know, two months, three months out of the year tops. Mm. Um, because of visitation, divorce, all that kind of stuff. Um, but as far as hard work, as far as my dad goes, hard work, pro, uh, being a provider, bar none. Uh, I never struggled. Me my, or my brother or sister never struggled for anything right. or, or wanted for anything. Uh, my grandfather was always one that was silent and didn't talk much until it, something needed to be said. Um those old school cats, boy. They're there. very old school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. They drop some nuggets on you in a second. And, and, and when they you speak. Know, we're telephone. Yeah, yeah when that, they speak, you everybody shuts up. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Hey. And, and that, Holy shit, he, he had that something. ability. <laughs> he right. had that ability. So, a lot of that was, you know, one, yeah, old school cat. But he had, there was a presence to him. You know, like, you could tell, like, it was cool to be, you know, we were playing. But then when a serious time, a serious time. You know, here, he's, he's dropping nuggets, man, you know. And, and. It was neat, but both of them telephone man background. I mean, pretty much everything in, in the town we're from is is was a lot of it was put up by them, you know, and done the right way. You know, it was big about doing the right way the first time, you know. But that thing, my pops always um, one thing he taught me because I was raised by my mom mm-hmm. and and her husband at the time. But one thing he taught me when I started coming out here in the summers was to stand my ground. Don't let people run over you. That's. That's super important now, Very you know, important. And, and that paid off for me a lot, many times, you know, didn't always want to hear it at first because violence was, was a, uh, I don't want to say beat people up if they're, they differ with you, but that wasn't it. It was people would pick on me because I was a little bit smaller at the time, went through a growth spurt. 
and then um, and you got some yeah. hair on your chest. Yeah. yeah, I got some hair on my chest, and people are like, "Whoa!" So you got some other people's hair on your chest. Too. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah. when I I'm not really sure where it came from. JP has no room to talk. It's, uh, it's pretty. Well, covered. if you haven't, just yeah. give it an episode or two, and he won't wear a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> slick as a baby. Lord have mercy. Haters gonna hate. That's right. That's exactly right. But that was man. He taught me to stand my ground and not let you know, not be a pushover. You know. So, and, and that's, that's a big deal because nowadays people, especially with social media, stuff like that, it's not about, it's not about striking back. It's being able to have that, um, the, the, I get really the self image to, to not let it bug you, you right. know, and, and being slow to anger, um, was something that, that both of them helped with, you know, who is, you know, who's he? Oh, he called you that. Okay. Are you that? No, no. Okay. Then. Words shouldn't words yeah. shouldn't offend you, and and that's you know, and and we got some feedback on that from the first episode. But and that's the thing: the words only have the power you give them. Exactly, and that was something that that uh, my, my yeah. If you get twisted about that stuff, man, that's on you. Yep, get mentally tough for yep. real. A, a lot of the opinion stuff too. One thing I got from my grandfather was was being able to tolerate other people's opinions without having to accept them as your own, and that's really stuck with me. Kind of, kind of I mean, he's. he's my late grandfather, he passed away from, from lymphoma, but that was one thing that stuck with me from him big time was that, you know, there's a lot of you know, opinions are, you know, Tonight, everyone has buttons. them, right? right? So especially nowadays, man, with social media being so, you know, everyone has an opinion on social media, you know, you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to accept it as your own, you know, cool. That, that's what his, that's what he thinks. You know, we, that's his perspective. Something he's gone through in life lets him believe that way. It doesn't affect me at all. Absolutely. I think on that topic too, like it, it's almost another um, sign of society now is you're talking about everybody has opinions, but um, social media gives people an outlet to give those opinions freely. And then it, I mean, we're talking about what's, what makes a man. Like if, if you base your own self-worth on what people are spouting out on social media that don't have any idea who you are, like you need to reevaluate that. Like you need yeah. to say, like, what is really the foundation of my life? What, where do I find my worth? I don't find it through a bunch of strangers on some stupid website. Amen. No. So, wow. what about you, Josh? What about you, Josh? JP. Well, so damn, this is about to be good. Well, if, he if, cleared if, his throat and everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if I'm if I'm going to come into this, I'm coming from a different angle than you guys are, and I'm way I have benefited way more than you guys have because I didn't have a dad. Zero, zero involvement from a father. Nobody ever told me I did a good job. I'm proud of you. I love you. I didn't get that kind of stuff. I'm not bitter about that. I'm not angry. I've accepted that fact. I've, I've, I've moved on from it. And, and truly, and I don't, I don't mean like, you know, just, just some lip action because I could give a shit less what people think about that because I've moved on from it. And I'm okay with it. To this point, what's great, I mean, now my dad has apologized for that. My dad has tried to re-inject himself back into into my life, which is great because he's done a lot of great things for our country. He served. Uh, he was a badass in the military. Um, Might have been some detrimental things and stuff like that. But one thing that I'll tell you guys that I was, I was super beneficial to experience is my mom worked in a nursing home. So my mom was an RN. My mom worked in a nursing home for a long time when I was young. So I spent a lot of time with old men. I mean, old women as well, but for the sake of this, this conversation, old men. Um, I, I, was, I believe personally where I developed my drive 
and my dedication to my family and moving forward is because some of these old men that were sitting on their deathbeds talked to me about principles, mm -hmm. about things that were important, about when you, when you do something, picture yourself signing your freaking name on everything mm -hmm. you do. And I don't care if it's you walk into a store and there's a lady behind you and you walk in and let that door shut. You sign your name on that door. Mm -hmm. Right. You're opening this door because Josh Persons is a jackass and he doesn't have five seconds to hold the door. Mm. So I believe a man's character is created in the little things in life, the small things. And that's that's where, and, and Cameron, we've had this conversation before, yep. the mundane bullshit stuff that you don't get an award for, you don't have anything to hang on your wall for it, that is what truly describes your character as a man. Mm. That is what the old school mentality was. You pulled the chair out for the woman. Not so that everybody could see you pull the freaking chair out for the woman, but so that the woman didn't have to pull it out herself. So, and, and, and I'm sorry. I, no, I, you I'm excited, you, man. I, I get excited about stuff like that. It's, 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 it's good. real shit for me. I, that, that's where I benefited. And I was thinking about this from the last time we did our, our last podcast. I, I, I really started asking myself, like, why are you driven? You didn't have a dad in your life. You didn't have anybody that was pushing you going, look, son, keep going, keep going. You might not have made the team or you might not have got as far as you wanted to go or you, you, you might have, you, you might have got let go from your job or you, you might not have made it through your, your college career or whatever it may have been. Keep going, son. Keep, I didn't have that in my life. So what, what truly drove me to be where I am today? And I'm nowhere near where I want to be. So right. please don't take that wrong. Oh, we're all becoming. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that's where I take pride. Mm -hmm. is in becoming but i saw some some old men that were laying on their deathbeds that looked at me and said son your responsibility as a man cannot be discounted right it's not a coupon you get out there and you do it right if it costs ten dollars you do ten dollars worth of work and i know that's probably a weird example for it but there is no Hey, you can get it for five fifty because you got a coupon. You don't have to hold the door if she's ten seconds away. It's only if she's within ten seconds, you know, kind of right. shit. I so, and, and I know that's kind of a weird example and stuff like that. But for me personally, I, I believe that from my past, that's where I have seen the epitome of what a man is. And and I was I was lucky enough to see the greatest generation in a bed dying. Mm. Uh, that's one thing I wanted to mention was uh, you think oh. about the greatest generation. You think about that age group, that demographic, like you don't really think about a lot of words. You think about a lot of action. You think about a lot of quiet leaders that just did things because they were the right thing to do. And they weren't, con weren't convenient. They weren't anything. There weren't a lot of smiling faces. Honestly, if I think about that, I think about my grandfathers, they weren't like chipper all the time, but they always had their shit together. They always did what the, they needed to do. You know, they didn't necessarily do it with a smile on their face, but they did it every single time without exception. And every single time. And if you didn't, you and if you get did, popped you got the popped, back right. of your head. Right. Somebody had a repercussion. They actually kept you accountable. Consequences yeah. and repercussions. Consequences. Yeah. Right. No, no, so, I, I absolutely agree with that. And, yeah. not, and not to get too deep in it, uh, what was really cool is to see a bunch of men that, that really grew up in that generation. And I got to talk to a lot of women, too. I got to talk to a lot of older women that were like, you know what? I was treated right. 
You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if if I burnt the food, I might have got beat up a little bit, but I was treated right. Wow, we right. have hit women twice in this episode already. Oh, man. Look, I want to remind the listeners that I was open-handed groping my wife. Yes. This was <laughs> mutual yeah. pleasure. Yes. Well, at least I think it's mutual pleasure. It's just I, individual pleasure for sure. That was comic relief. I knew we were getting All deep. Comic but no, relief. no, I mean, but I would challenge every man out there, uh, to be honest with you, just right now, if you're listening to this podcast, go spend some time. In, in in a retirement home or or uh, you so, know whatever go go somewhere where there's some older hang folks. out with your grandpa go yeah go go veterans speak, go go volunteer some time and yes. talk to some of them mm-hmm. just talk to them or better yet listen to them exactly yeah just shut yeah, up and a, sit in the room that's a great point no, no, I, yeah and I appreciate you saying that that's ask, I mean ask questions I don't mean that to, I'm just saying like. Yes, talk to them, but like ask questions where you can glean wisdom from them. Don't just like talk at them or whatever. No, 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 I agree, yeah. and that's some of the best. Because and the only reason did. I say that for clarity is because some people be like they didn't, like, they didn't know that's yeah. what I should have done. You know? So I swept the floor, and this is what I did, and they should have yeah. paid me twenty five. They only paid me twenty, and it's and this wrong. whole and this old dude's like ready to take you out like freaking Chuck Norris at yep, any moment. Yep, yeah, yeah. So like if you don't underestimate do, those old bastards right. either, they would yeah, kill no, you. No, but but see the thing about it is. Shit was hard. Yeah. As a man, shit was hard. It wasn't an easy life. You had to, especially when you talk about the greatest generation, because if mm. you, man, I could get on a soapbox for that. And I'm not going to because it's, it's, it's another podcast. But you talk about guys that went in in, in World War II and World War One, and what, what they did was stupid. Like mm. that, and I don't mean stupid by their actions. I mean, it was, it was just stupid, just bravery, confidence, patriotism like what they what they did like the guys today i don't know if our society today would do the same thing they did i can tell you absolutely not 100 percent, they wouldn't no absolutely so this is good stuff guys and and just kind of give you a little bit of background on me uh in this regard too is like i had family like all of my family members have been divorced i'm the without some some like my cousins and stuff like that most cases in immediate family i'm the only one that hasn't so for me, basically for like having a situation to be in a separate home, it was very challenging to get the time that you needed with your father or with your mother or whatever. And in my personal lifestyle is like my dad was in the picture, but he was. And a lot of the things that he did, uh, honestly, my entire salvation is, is due to him in that regard. So I, I owe my my internal salvation to him because of the example he made in the beginning. But then when the things hit the fan and things that, that hit in his life, he chose to do less. He, he decided to, to, to be a victim of his circumstances in certain situations. And, and it's just like, I see, I look at him and I say, I see so much goodness and I encourage him as often as I can. I love him to death. Uh, but I don't agree to his lifestyle. I agree to what he does now. Uh, but when we were growing up, he was very disciplined, uh, and some of the things that I learned from him were the right way and the wrong way, and the biggest thing I would probably preface is, man, listen to your kids. That uh, was one thing that for me, growing up in that environment, I never had a word. Like, I just I just didn't matter when it came to, uh, let me defend myself before you give me a whipping, um, because, you know, if you hear my side of the story, it might be a little bit different, because I was a good kid. I felt like I was anyway. I was always in trouble, and literally. I gotta be honest with you, dude. I would have talked myself out of so much time. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. So I want to interject in here. The, the the thing about it is, kids are supposed to ask why. Right. That, that's that's yeah, their they job. Are. They're yeah, they're, yeah. they're they're curious. They're, they're supposed to act why ask why. So that's, we, and we've talked about that before. Right. I, I make it a point to at least five times a day to take a knee in front of my son. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 not not to bow out to myself, but to get eye level with my child, which my child is three years old. For anybody that's listening to this podcast, he's three years old and he's just over three and a half foot tall. He's cock diesel. He is uh, yes, built like a brick shit. Yeah, he is too. Solid. Uh, I pulled up at your house earlier, and he's out there, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to miss this kid. <laughs> the kid can do pull ups, no. sit ups, and all this other stuff. Like right, other kids shouldn't Mexican, be able to do. He was this. in the Mexican restaurant yesterday doing pull ups in the window. He's like, <laughs> with look. It, hey, with he's his shirt off, by he's the way. Like, mom, look, mom, look. I just did a hundred. <laughs> you know, I'm keeping oh, going. Daddy's this so proud. Here, here, son, take this note. Like, Mainly because the shirt's off. <laughs> You're actually, yeah. uh, on that note, your son would put other men in shit to shame. No. Like, honestly, literally, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there's so many weak men out there that your own kid that's three years old could literally knock them in the nuts and be like, what's up? Yeah. And and they would take it. Well, that, 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 goes, that goes back to, uh, you know, what are you demonstrating to your children? My, right. my son sees me working my rear end off and then outside of that clanging metal like that's what he sees because I have I have taken my gym into my garage because there's two reasons I don't want to pay somebody else um, I'd, I'd rather own my own gym in my garage and it has created an environment where I can work out in front of my children hundred percent which Dude, I, that's a huge deal too I, I mean I don't know if we're getting into that right now just but be I've an seen, example yeah well I mean, it's the example the yeah and that, that was kind of my point with all this mm-hmm. is is being being the example in front of your kids and then giving your kids the opportunity, because I'm going to tell you, I'm the, I'm the world's worst. I'm a very, I'm a strict parent. I'm fair, but I'm strict. So when my wife says something to my son and he says, why? Oh, it's on like Donkey Kong. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't you question your mother, get your butt in there and brush your teeth. Right. Like that's the way that I look at it. But I've, I've started to look at things not from a weaker perspective, but from a eye level. Right. And and I, I want to physically, not, not just say, hey, I'm going to listen to my son. I want to physically get on your level. So I'll squat down and make Dude. eye contact with you and say, what's wrong with it? What don't you understand? Or if he's having an attitude with me or, or his mom, I'll squat down. I'll get eye level with him and I'll go, buddy, what's wrong? Exactly. What's going on? Because I want to know. I never had anybody do that. Well, for the me. truth is, man, like I, I have to believe that. And I, and we all have kids here. Yeah. And 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 I, if I look back at because I do this constantly, I know you all do this, too. Like when I'm having interactions with my kids and I've got sons, so I'll just say sons. When I have three of them, when I have interactions with them, I'm thinking when the roles were reversed and I was my dad was me and I was him. Was I a little you know, was I like that, too? You know, and I was I definitely was. But it wasn't because I was being a punk or anything. It was just because, like, I don't because I was independent and I was growing and I was and I wanted to be like I wanted to be what I was becoming, not just be like told to do what I was told to do by my dad all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that, but that whole thing about I remember my dad doing similar. I don't know if it was the whole kneeling down eye to eye, but it was taking a half a second to go, let me explain to you why we're doing this. Exactly. Right? And I remember that. Like, nothing, not even one specific thing. I just remember my dad always being the guy that would be strict but fair. But after he was strict and fair, he would explain to me why. Mm-hmm. You know? And he would always say what we were talking about earlier. He would always say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Right? And I do that to my kids all the time now. I got on I got on my, my four-year-old last night pretty good. And as he was leaving the room, I said, hey. And when I say that, he turns around, we look in the eyes, and I said, I love you. Right, so he knows I love him. He knows I'm trying to make him better, but it's important to to 
listen to them as well, Absolutely. not just tell them stuff all the time. So, and that's my thank point. You for saying that. So, and 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 not to say de- demean my dad or whatnot. I, I respect him. I loved him. He, he's a great person in general, and he he's got my back, like support wise. He's always wanting to pray for me and all that kind of stuff. So. Nothing to say that. Love your dad. So if, had a great if dad when pops, dad. you're listening to this. It's not not a, a stab to you, but th- at the same time, there was there wasn't the the that moment of going, okay, hey, this is why you're getting in trouble. This is why to to help me understand. I just always got in trouble, and and I, literally, my sister, my I mean, stepbrother, and me. Uh, we would have to go pick up rocks. Like it got to the point where it's like I can't beat you anymore. I'm just gonna have to damn do some pr- other damn stuff. Damn prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so like, know. I mean, I child pick, services what? on me hey, or something. Look, you know, I'm a workout warrior, and that's there's a part of me that really gets excited about that kind picking of picking up sport. rocks. Yeah, I don't mean me <laughs> picking up rocks. I mean my kids picking up rocks. You break a kid down to the point where he's like ready to pass out and stuff. That kid will listen to you. That has worked. Yeah. You break people down and you build them back up the way that you want them. You're not breaking them down. You're breaking off all the crap. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You bring them down yeah. to a basic level. Well, I'll say this. If I would have known that's what he was doing, it would have been much better. Right, right, right. That's, that's, different. that's, that's the, point. the difference. That's the point. So the, the message wasn't received because he wasn't delivering it correctly. And when you, don't know, when you don't know, then there's resentment and there's anger yeah, absolutely. and there's hatred. Now, there's all these things So like, it, because you're like, he's just a jerk. Right, right. You feel like he's being lazy, right? Yeah. You feel like he's just sitting there, and you're like, "Really?" Like, but no, seriously, I was picking up all the rocks, and then the grass is growing because I picked up all the freaking rocks. You know, now you got to cut the grass. Yeah, now I have to cut grass. But anyway, (laughs) and and, and, no, but to to that point though, he he gave me good examples of what to do and what not to do. A lot of what not to do, in my opinion, on some things that I would have tweaked a little bit better. Uh, And then the other person in my life that was very predominant was my grandfather. Now he wasn't perfect either. I mean, he 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 was broken. He would have been a he broken wasn't home. Jesus either. No, he definitely wasn't Jesus. There was only one perfect person in this entire world that's on record in the Bible in the great book, Jesus Christ. So go look him up, find out what's uh, that's. I was all just going to do a small plug, but you just went full on. Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll take that Testament. full on. That's my <laughs> that's my personal. Hey, that's my personal belief. So you can take it or leave it. Whatever you want to do, it's all you. But um, so the other thing though is that. When my grandfather in in his life, he gave me that gentleman's code that opened the door, that be respectful, be on time, which I wasn't tonight. Sorry, guys. And other things of that sort, you know. So it was really cool to see that side of things. And it was like I had to, to, to put together the best figure of a man in my mind. I had to take bits and pieces from all these other people. It wasn't just one person that I could look mm-hmm. to. And it's sad to say that's hard to come by finding someone other than Cam and your dad. Well, which hey, is really listen, cool. and I, and I love my dad. And you know, what's cool is after this, this first episode, my dad uh, obviously listened to it and he was appreciative or whatever. And he had some kind words back. He, he, none of y'all really know him that well. I hope you get to know him, but he, he's amazing, but he's still not the only person. Like, right. I mean, he still doesn't, he's not perfect. Like you said, mm-hmm. he, there, there's certainly things that he didn't do right. He would be the first one to admit that, which makes him more of a man in my opinion. Right. Um, but I think we're going to talk about some of that is, uh, but there's still, you still have to piece it together. I probably didn't have to piece it together as much as some of you guys did. Cause you, you know, you didn't have that one good core place to build from, but you still have multiple outlets to this day. I still have, you know, multiple people that I'm, I'm trying to, uh, learn from and grow from and, and gain wisdom from because they're just older than me. They've been around the block more and they, they know more than I do. And um, their experiences have been different. And I think as as we'll talk about as we get into more of these episodes and more of this movement and this and everything we're doing is, man, it's just continual. Like you don't get to the end. You don't get to the point where you're like, yeah. I am the perfect man. 
You never come to an arrived moment no. and say, I've arrived. You, if you do that, you're automatically going stagnant you're because you're, you're mostly made of water and water sitting still is going to get stagnant. You have to constantly be grinding. You You'll have to go after it mm-hmm. well, all it, the time. It, and, and, what's, and what's sad about what you said, or not what you said, but what, what we're talking about right now is the fact that we have to single out a single point yeah. to say... Man, that's great. Like Cameron had a a father figure that was like engaged and all this and stuff. And and, and this this isn't a dig at anybody's father, but it's the fact of the the, the entire reason why we're doing what we're doing mm-hmm. is because the expectation is to create men in society today. I picture what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years, 50 years down the road, people talking about the reason that men are held accountable. And the me, the reason that me, men do what they're doing today is because there was a movement at one point that realized the gap that we had. Yep. We so- we we had a serious gap. And and I'm probably a little bit more sensitive to that gap and I don't mean sensitive like pansy kind of sensitive. I mean sensitive <laughs> like, as do you need a hug or something? Sensory. <laughs> if I could get a hug afterwards, uh, right yeah. now there's some wires. In the shirts way, off. If I could get a hug afterwards, <laughs> right. it'd be great. I got you, bro. Thank you. I got we'll, you. we'll do that. We'll do that over a cigar. Kumbaya. But Kumbaya. It's there there's a gap. There's no yeah. doubt there's a gap there. There's dude, if you if you look at things, the 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 single mother households have increased oh by a stupid amount, and that doesn't yeah. mean that there weren't problems back in the day. Right, it's always been there, so but it's it wasn't prevalent acceptable. Now. But that's men, the biggest difference. Right. It wasn't it right acceptable right. back then. You stuck it out, even if you were a, a, a shitty person. You figure it out. Right, yep. you figure it out, and nowadays it's acceptable. It's okay to not figure it out. You now. can go have sixteen yeah. kids by sixteen different women and leave the kids and out not there be to responsible for, for any of them. Yeah, right. Are you kidding yeah. me? Listen, dude. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Like if right. you can't knock boots and then you know be responsible afterwards, then don't do it. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. We're knocking boots. Uh, well, that is <laughs> raising kids. Yes, yeah. No, I'd, I'd say kids knocking boots number one. Better. Raising kids no, number no, two. I'm t- yeah. I- Okay. Hey, hey, I see Josh getting a little high on no, 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 Is no, your no, wife no. pregnant? <laughs> she is pregnant. Yeah. So knocking boots was important. Exactly. It was very important. Exactly. But Take to be notes, honest guys. with you, man, when you start looking at stuff from that perspective, but that takes a certain level of personal growth yep. to understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes a certain level of personal growth. And all you guys know that because you guys read. Well, we, we just all got, read. Yep. If you're not reading as a man, then you're failing as a man. You right. are a boy. That has not yet become a man. If you're not reading and and, and getting better every day, then then you're screwing the pooch. And, and and Josh is talking about books like you know Built to Last, Slight Edge, you know, books that that you, something you can learn from, you know, anything that would that makes your mind move and learn. Not Harry Potter, not Game <laughs> of Thrones, not Lord of the Rings. I mean, we're talking about right. books that elevate you. I really was thinking I'd base my life on on Harry Potter. Yeah. Dude, you know, I was thinking about Harry trying Potter. to become Khaleesi, dude. So I, I don't even know who that is. It's a cool it's name. Thrones. So I had this really cool origami book that has really helped me out with being <laughs> a father a yeah. um, and a husband. But real shit, dude, if you're if you're listening to this and you're a man and you're you're reading Harry Potter, or I don't care if you're reading some of these romance novels or whatever, like you're wasting your freaking time. Yeah. You yeah. might as well watch Netflix. And I'm not downing Netflix. I'm not downing any of that stuff. If you want to watch a movie or you want to watch a show, then great. But invest in yourself after. first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If that's coming before your family, yep. that's where you're wrong. Invest in yourself 
first. Yeah, dude. It's so, a great morning ritual, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever time of day. Listen, sir, and, and I, know, I, I agree with that. I, I, this is one thing that you will see successful men, and I think successful people in general, but we're talking about men, is if, if listen to any of them. Like any books they've read or books they've written, any uh, content they put out there, they always talk about getting up early, investing themselves before the world starts, before all that other because cra- nobody else is awake and nobody else is doing it, or staying up late, which is I- I'll be honest, that's ten- typically my uh, mo is staying up when everybody else has crashed. Right? Do I want to? Hell no, I don't want to, but I'm I do. And I engage myself and I, and I put good content in my own brain through listening and through reading and things like that because I need to be ready tomorrow morning when wait, I get wait, up. Wait, wait, are you, are, you, are you inferring that you don't make excuses? I'm not saying I never do. Honestly, uh, if I'm being completely transparent, I'd love to say that I never make excuses. I will say this. Sometimes I make excuses and then I just say, I, okay, that's a great excuse, but I just can't. I don't. It's yeah. that being excellent for half a second. I got a question. So just as a as a man, I, I would, Cameron, I, I respect you. I respect all you guys. Everybody. I would not be sitting at this table if I didn't respect all of you. But as a man of valor, which I would consider you a man of valor, when you do make an excuse for yourself, and let's say that uh, tomorrow night you make an excuse for yourself, I've been traveling around, blah, 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 I'm doing the things with the family, I'm not going to read mm-hmm. tonight because it's, it's late and stuff like that. Is there something different in you than the common man when you decide you don't want to read? I think so. I mean, because I, I, to me, when the, the times when I'm faced with that where I go, or any of us or any man out there that's growing themselves or leading their family goes, man, I don't feel like it or, you know, or it's just not, it's, I'm just not going to do it tonight or whatever. If I don't, I'd love to sit here and say I've never caved to that. I'd love to say that. But if anybody listening to this says they never have, you're full of crap. Yeah, you're yeah. full of crap. You have caved at some point at least once, yeah. right? When I do, the difference is the next day I am pissed at myself. I'm completely mad at myself. And I know for a fact that I lost an opportunity to get better because then the next day when I wake up, I'm the same as I was when I went to bed. So I just, I lost a day. I lost a day of getting better. That's right. Beautiful. And or and, and so when I don't feel like it, when I remind myself of that feeling of you're going to feel like a freaking loser or your kid's not going to see you do it, which is I, you were talking about the working out thing. And I love for my kids to see me read. I love it. I want my kid to see me read all the time. I try as often as possible, to, especially my middle kid because he stays up later. He's me. He's like a little mini me. He sees me read all the time. He asks me if I'm about to read. I want him to see that because I want him to do it. Yeah. Right. And if I don't do it, I know I'm not only hurting me, I'm hurting him. So you're saying basically your kids pull out the best of you. Where all these 100%. other men that go and say, hey, I, I donated the seed, but now I don't have to commit to the crime right. and actually take care of a responsibility. You're actually using what you, you know, the God sent thing that was given to you as a, yep. as a boy or son. Saying, it's amazing. Hey, this is how my reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking about what JP was talking about earlier. Like he likes to work out in front of his kids, which I love that you said that because like working out by yourself, you get, uh, it's like an addition working out in front of your kids. is multiplication. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're, it's the same thing with reading or listening or speaking kind to your wife or kissing your wife. It's so important that your kids see Smacking you kiss your, your wife's wife. butt. All that stuff, being yeah. playful, hugging, loving, all that kind of stuff. It's so, so, so important. Um, I want so badly to, uh, grow myself so that I can grow my kids, so I can invest in my kids. And when I'm not doing that, I, I feel like a freaking loser. I really do feel like a freaking so, loser. So, and I know you have something that you want to transfer. Oh, I know what it was. It, I know what it was. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt you, but it's not technically interrupting you because it was my point that I just remembered. I stopped. Okay. You were talking about, um, 
you were talking about uh, being an example. You were talking about working out in front of your kids. So I, I don't, I don't look like Josh with my shirt off because I choose not to. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Just preface that. laughs> and there's oh, some genetics in there the too. Best there's some genetics. I've heard in a long time. I told you. Well, I told you I make them too. But I do work out because you never will. I do work out. I oh, now I'm going to. Um, oh, called out. Give, the old give me 12. Thing, right? We don't want to look like you. Give me well, 12. I don't want to look like will. you either. But just because you said I won't, I will. Right, good. Um, but I work out too, and I'll be honest with you. We, you know, and you guys know this. We all went to the beach recently. We took some vacations. Like we're all humans too, man. We're. I, I was on a seven day a week, some kind of extra exercise, whatever, good, strong diet, like cl- eating clean, all this kind of stuff. We go to the beach for a week. Then we come back. We go on another trip for a few days. And we go on another trip the weekend after that. I got out of my routine and I am a routine dude. Like I, I love routine. Uh, I don't know if I love it, but I'm in it. Right. right. I wanna, once I get going with better it. better about being in it. I, but, but when I get out of it, I'm out of it, dude. Like I'm out. You're right. You're puking over here. I don't know what's going I am. on. Dude, I am an adventurous kind of individual. So I am. No, you're like my wife. You're, y'all's personality is just saying. Yes. And, Let and your wife get to his wife. point. Yeah, Let me ahead. get to my point. <laughs> carry, carry. The, and it's very short. The point is, last night, I was working out on my back deck at midnight because it's the only time I could do it because I, I value my time time with my kids and my wife and I wait until that time is not uh, productive anymore like they're going to sleep or whatever and I'm out there working out and then I'm showering then I'm reading then I'm doing all that kind of stuff that a bunch of other dudes are just going to bed mm-hmm. right and I and I said that to my wife the other day I was like you want to and I not I was like you don't want to know the core of what we're doing with shepherds of men the reason that we believe the way we believe or the reason we are who we are is because when other people are going to sleep, we're just getting started because yep. we spent all day investing into other people. And then, then when everybody goes to sleep, we start investing in ourselves. Yep. So in the morning we can wake up and invest in other people at another level. Right? So I was yeah, out I there and I was that. freaking struggling last night. If I'm, I'm just being transparent, I was doing burpees and I was struggling. Like I was, I hadn't even done as many as I had done the prior time I did them. And all I could think about, to your point, all I could think about was my freaking four-year-old son, man. I was like, if he was standing here watching you, would you still be doing them? And I'm like, it wouldn't even be close. Like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Like, yeah, it, it wouldn't even be it. a question. Like, if he knew I had 100 to do, I wouldn't even question it at 60, right? Wow. So, anyways, I'm... That was Use what you so, have. No, 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 I think that's great. I think you, I, I'm, I'm glad I sat back and listened because that was, that was absolutely what I was going to get at is the fact that the reason that we get emotional about what we do with the shepherds of men is because of that right there. Yep. Think about who's looking at you. And I'm, I'm talking to every one of you shitheads out there right now in the virtual universe that are listening to this. If you don't have kids, think about who's looking at you when you do what you do. Which is everybody. In, dude, instill faith in humanity. Yep. Like, do something. Like, when you go take that cart as a grown man and you put it in the cart slot in the parking lot, you take the five freaking seconds to push it in there, there is a kid, I guarantee you, in the vicinity that watched you walk out of your way. I don't care if you have kids or not. If you have kids, you don't have an excuse. Yep. Yeah. Right. If you no, don't yeah. have kids... Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Right. Well, here's the everybody truth. has right. somebody. Everybody has somebody they look up to. Yeah. So if they're not around, just think that in your mind right now. When you go to do what you're about to do, and if they saw you mm-hmm. do what you just did, and they didn't like what you did, don't do it. Yeah. It goes do back something to glass else. House be the we bigger about man. Last time. Yep. yep. O'Neill talks about that all the time. The glass house mentality. Yeah. yeah. Oh, O'Neill, we haven't heard from you in a while. Come on, chime in. Man, I'm, I'm just listening. I'm just <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. So, I, I didn't know if you had anything. Go ahead. 
Well, I mean, it, it, it's we 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 got on the shopping cart thing last yeah, time, did, right? Yeah. But it's the truth. And here's the other side it's of that. It's the freaking truth. It is a freaking truth. It's the stupidest example that is the most relevant listen, thing on this planet. That's why it's so relevant. It's because it's so insignificant. But it goes back to that little mundane shit that nobody thinks about or wants to do. But the truth is, like, not only are you being a good example for whoever's watching you, but you're building your own self-image. What, so, like, everything we're talking about in the last few minutes is, is building yourself so you can pour into others. Like, doing that, listen, I'm telling you, man, and even since we've been doing this, like, every little piece of that little crap is, when I do it, I feel better about it. Man, and, and, when, and, and for those of guys that are listening that haven't invested themselves yet, the biggest thing there is, man, when you do, you will feel so fucking awesome yep. after. And, and the biggest thing is when you develop that that habit habitually yep. you'll be addicted mm-hmm. to the results oh, best high it's you'll ever the have gym. and jo- i know josh gets it because look at him jesus he's a freaking specimen so <laughs> it's in the mirror <laughs> it's in the mirror you just look at yourself you in, the, in the mirror differently you have you'll say things and you'll be like holy shit did i <laughs> did that come for me mm-hmm. you know right. because you're you're investing in yourself you're listening to things that help you grow you're reading things that help you grow and your family looks at you differently and you feel different, man. You're just and you walk different. You carry yourself different. You haven't when you get to that point. You have an energy around you that when you yep. walk in a room, you essentially kicked in the fucking door and you're like, "Sup, I'm here." You sup, know? right? Yeah, sup. You know, but but that's it, man. When you hit that level and you you've you've and I'm not saying that there is a top level because there never is. There's always more to to munch on. There's always more stuff to help you grow. But when you hit that that confidence level. And you go into a room and you know you can help people, man, that's how you know you're a man. You know, that's how when people are coming to you for answers, that's when you know you've donned the mantle, you know. And, and I'm not talking like, hey, man, uh, do you have that report for me today? That's not the kind of fucking shit I'm talking about. I'm talking about people come to you for advice on things. Like, hey, man, what are you, what are you doing this month? How are you getting these kind of results? You know, that's the kind of stuff, you know, that, that you're, you know you've, you're, you're either you're donned the mantle or you're starting to don the mantle. You know, mm, yeah. powerful. I just no. like the way you say "dawn the mantle." Dawn. No. Dawn the mantle. <laughs> I like that. I like the dawn term. Like you've really latched on the dawn term. I like that. It's no, really but nice. no, but real, real shit though. To to your point, the the small minuscule things that that you don't believe are are big. Nobody's gonna give you a plaque. You're not gonna hang it on your wall. But after you do it for thirty days, like the bullshit stuff that you do for mm-hmm. thirty days. And I know we keep going back to the shopping cart method, but if you drop the shopping cart out in front of your car and you leave, regardless of what you think, it hangs with you. In your subconscious mind, it sits with you. And if you're listening to this podcast, our goal as shepherds of men is to make you understand the difference between your conscious and your subconscious mind. There's a very big difference there. And if you want to feel like a winner and you want to go out and you want to conquer and you want to win this thing we call life, you better get your subconscious in check. Amen. And the so I, I, I got to share this story. Go we ahead. had that we had the last episode that we had mm-hmm. our, our introduction. We talked about the cart and it was cool because um, it got a lot of feedback on the we cart because <laughs> it was like, holy shit, because it was everything people could relate to. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in Florida. We went on vacation right afterwards as a as a team. The yeah. shepherds have been uh, just. It worked out great. We all got to go Work down hard, there by play the hard, beach. Baby. We yeah, all got to hang awesome. out and have a good, good time, time and stuff. 
me and my wife went to the grocery store to get some some replenishments for the house beer. that we were at. <laughs> Just call it out. <laughs> no, it was beer. A little bit of food. But and some bottled water. Sorry, celery. Some bottled uh, Carrots. Carrots, celery. You cooked shrimp. Uh, it was good. Light ranch. <laughs> light ranch. <laughs> that just Peppery. means a small bottle. Yeah. No, no yeah. but anyway, so so what was great is I'm, I'm sitting I'm sitting out there in the truck, and my wife is like, hey, I'll run in there because we only need a couple things, and I'll grab it. You know, we got... We Can got I two, go back to this? We got two kids. They're sitting in the car, right? So I'm sitting there, and and uh, I see these these folks walk in front of me, a, a man and his wife, right? Uh, they got two carts full of stuff. They load it into this BMW that they have. It's convertible. They drop the top down and stuff and start loading it up with all these groceries. And I can't help but notice that they're they're just I, I could I could almost look at these people and go, they're not going to put they're the shopping cart back. Yep. It's not going to happen. They're not going to put it back. And and I was really really conscious of this. So the guy takes the two shopping carts and pushes them over into the parking spot next to him that's open. And parks them right in the middle of the parking spot. What's even worse about it is the corral was three parking spots down. That's a long oh, ways, wow. though. So but what long. was great? What was great? And you guys will understand this more than the listeners. Yeah. But his wife got in the driver's seat. Mm. Mm. Dude, I will tell you one thing for sure. We're talking about the title of this episode is What Makes a Man? It Ain't Letting the Woman Drive. And I know some people are going to get pissed off about that. Listen, my wife... She drives. If we've been rolling hard for like however many hours and, and, and I just can't drive anymore, she'll step up and she's amazing. It'll be four o'clock in the morning. She'll take over. But the truth of the matter is I drive my family. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. If that woman was the one that wasn't hopping in the car to turn the car on and the shopping carts were in her hand, I bet she put them up. She'd have put them up. Probably. The guy didn't. That she would have put those carts up. But she got in the car to start the car up yeah. and the guy... You could tell he took the carts. He didn't know I was sitting in my truck. He took the carts and he put them in the parking spot next. And you could tell that there was damage to his subconscious because oh, yeah. the guy looked both ways. And I know you guys can't see this, but he turned his head both ways just to kind of look and drop the carts off. So I took oh, it as an opportunity to hop out of my truck and go, yeah. hey, bro, nice car. I got the carts. Don't worry about it. You yeah. guys go have fun. Exactly. And the guy kind of looked at me like, uh, uh, like, yeah, it was like a kick in the nuts. But at the same time, it was like he had to preserve his pride. So he was like, fuck you, you little <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should be pushing my cart. What I hate is seeing that there's a man in the car at a gas station and the girl's Oh, the man. Oh, my, oh my Wait, God. That man. drives me insane. Why Come on, you have a listen, girl hey, listen. come hey. serve you like that? You get out of the freaking car cringing over and here. do it. Get out the car. Wait, and we're asking him to pull a chair out? Dude, you know, my, my dad <laughs> would have punched me in the face if I'd have let my mom get out and pump gas. Yes. Oh, my gosh. If you're listening to this and you call yourself a man and you allow your wife to fill your tank while you're in her presence, she fills my you are not tank. a man. Yeah, but hold on. Wait a minute, Wilson. Uh, now, <laughs> now, there is, there, there is a, a side note to that. If there's some really interesting shit on Facebook, oh, that's true. He probably needs that's to true. sit in the car and check yeah. his Facebook. Yeah. Let's be honest. I now know you guys are giving me shit. And if it's hot outside, no, you guys are giving me shit. Look, no, different. seriously. If if he needs to check his Facebook, let that motherfucker check his Facebook, <laughs> dude. Like, why are you guys getting uh, so much so about that? Let him check yeah. his Facebook while she pumps the gas. You know, I mean, what's it gonna hurt? What's it gonna hurt? Right? That's all I see. That was a joke. Just in case anybody doesn't know me, that was complete sarcasm. A lot of that is is. They weren't 
given the right example. It's, it's, no, it's it really goes back to that. It really does. Subconscious, they don't yeah. think about maybe, maybe I should drive. You know, maybe I'm the captain of my. Ship. We're joking about it, but the truth is, his mom drove everywhere when he was a kid. Could have been there, yeah, because there my are so many too. broken. Like yeah. that never occurred to me before I met you guys. Mm-hmm. Like Candy would drive when you know if it was her car, she would drive. If it was my car, I would drive. You know, and sometimes it would just be like, man, you know, hey, babe, I know you drove all day today. You know, I'll drive, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, no problem. But it comes down to, you know, after I met you guys, like, man, who's the captain of your ship? Yep. Right. You know, are you the captain of the ship? And it's, it, it's not a, it's not an ego thing in your house. Like, no, nah, baby, I got this. You know, it's, it's just, yeah. hey, baby, I, you know, I got you. That's the part that's important for people to understand those because it's not, it really isn't an ego thing. It really isn't a chauvinistic thing. It really is. I don't want my wife to worry about stuff. Like, I don't, my wife is my queen. Like, I want her to be able to sit over in that passenger seat and do whatever the hell she wants to do, and I'll drive until I physically can't anymore. It's It's not not a social media. Yeah. I was just about to to say, dude. Kingdom Man. Every man in this podcast that's listening to this Mm -hmm. should get the book, Kingdom Man, and read it. Mm -hmm. And he says, I got this. Three were three like, uh, Fingers up, and that's what it means, is I got it. And that's what you should be giving to your entire family, to your wife, to your spouse, everybody who's significant to your life. You should have that demeanor in every environment. You guys you ever seen that movie this. that, uh, it's got Ice Cube in it. I wish I, I hope it's okay to say names and stuff, but it's something about, it's like it's not like a, a City of Compton movie, it's like a kid's movie. And they at the end of it, it's, but you know how they're all like cutesy or whatever, and at the end of it, it it the moral of it is like she's doing this report thing at school or like drawing a picture with crayons at school or whatever and says who is dad and and it's like what what makes a man and and her definition is dad's the one that drives when everybody else is sleepy that's, that's powerful good. yeah that is good that's freaking powerful and that is freaking what dad is that's the one that does things when everybody else is sleeping yep. yeah back that's to good what stuff, my brother yeah. said he dad does things that, he doesn't yeah yep. he doesn't want to do not great right? it doesn't it doesn't freaking matter you don't get a pass as a man life is difficult Life is tough. Life is hard. Get a helmet. Like, <laughs> dude, that's that's the way shit rolls, man. As a man, you were born with privileges as a man. And by privileges, I mean as a ruler of your domain, you are a man. And it is your responsibility to take care of your domain. But, you know, the whole hero thing, right? With, with, with much power comes much responsibility. You do have power as a man, your job is to rule your domain and take care. But your the, the flip side of that is when you're tired and your wife's asleep, suck it the fuck up and drive. Right? <laughs> I have a hard time with that kind of stuff because I've drove 12-hour drives yeah. when I'm tired as yeah. hell. And I was up that morning. I'm literally like bobbing and stuff like that. And and like like I, I, I've done it because my wife is asleep. I would like, let me tell you who gives a shit. I mean, like we nobody. do, but you know what we I'm saying? Do. Like if but the thing is. There's that other other the flip side of that where it's like I drove three hours and then I told everybody about it. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, who cares, man? Like you're supposed to. Like I've never been to jail. You ain't supposed to go to jail. Like I drove my whole family for twelve hours. You're supposed to drive your whole family. (laughs) But but that's the problem. I put the shopping cart up. You're supposed to put the fucking shopping cart up. (laughs) Right. That that's the problem with society today, though. Everybody wants a everybody wants a ribbon. Yeah. Right. Everybody gets a participation trophy for everything. So they're like, no, wait a minute. I cut the grass today. Right. Like, oh, well, good for you. you. Cut it I yesterday. Know I said that today, and I don't, I don't need to hear anything from <laughs> you. Know, so, it's, it's a recognition thing, and yeah. and they think that they should be recognized for all the little details that they do, and they don't. You get, you do what you're supposed to do without the recognition, and in relationship, it's a hundred percent zero. 
put that in your mind. A hundred percent is on you. You should expect zero in return. You just blew that everybody is that's listening to this podcast mind. You're yes. like, wait a minute though. I should go half in. No, it's fifty. It's a hundred percent in, or it's never going to work. Then you're probably if half you, male, half woman. Hey, if you right. believe like we do at this table, <laughs> is that when you make a commitment, you're a hundred percent in in that commitment, and there's nothing going to get in your way. And if you go, I, I hate the fact that these lazy you know, oh, my feelings or it's, it's in the moment. I don't feel like it's, I should continue to do this because they don't love me. Fuck it. Screw, screw you and your feelings. Damn, get up and make yourself go the commitment. You committed to your wife, stay with her. Don't go fucking go over to somebody else and go, oh, my neighbor looks hot. I want to go after that. Let's go tap that shit. No, that's not how you do shit. Damn. You made a commitment. Stay with it because I'm fucking tired of broken homes. You know, you understand when you have kids, it's your responsibility to stay with those kids. They're looking to you, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm all up on my, my tangent. I, mean, I don't right like broken homes. This is the biggest. If you're going to make a commitment, stay with it. If you got kids, you stay with it. You suck it up. You become a man, and you have conversations with those people. And if you don't have a, if you don't have a conversation, or if you ain't got the balls to have a conversation, dude, get somebody else involved. Go oh. talk to somebody else. Oh. I've had so many women come to me and go, "Ooh, you're such a good." person you talk to me you talk to me better than my husband and all this other nonsense and i chose not to go after that mm-hmm. because i am a man and if you're a man you go tell her hey you go talk to a priest you go talk to your mom you go talk to your dad you go talk to somebody but not me i am not going to be your fa- downfall because of that husband who is caring about you y'all just need to talk yeah have some communication have some balls to go say hey i have a problem and i need to talk to you about it but wait, you're 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 talking about like you're getting into a whole other subject where yeah. you're talking about people having to drop their pride because pride comes before the fall, right? And I know mm-hmm. everybody that's listening to this podcast has probably heard that. They've probably never thought about it. I'd say 85% of people haven't thought about it, but pride is what kills you. And ultimately, that's what happens right there. Uh, instead of humbling yourself and saying, "Listen, what's going on? What 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 did I do? I, you know what? I'm sorry." That's the hardest thing in the world for people to say. Absolutely. Go, Joe. You know, and, and to go on what you're saying, Chris or, or Wilson, the uh, your grass would be just as green as the other side if you fucking took care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got to, you got to water that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to water it. You got to, you got to throw seed down. Yeah. There's you know? <laughs> <laughs> some seed on that grass. Wait, wait, are, you implying, are you implying it's not greener on the other side? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's, it's easy to get caught up in that. I mean, oh, the grass is always greener. Yep. My neighbor looks pretty good today. I mean, look, you know. It's so weak. That is the weakest so freaking weak. thing really is, dude. And it's only going to last for a minute. It, I mean, yeah. it only lasts is for a season. <laughs> Maybe a minute and a half. Maybe a minute and a half. But seriously. It, are it, we, are we that, counting getting dressed here? That applies to so many things. You know, today we're talking about Dawn of the Mantle, dude. The grass isn't always greener. That's mm. part of it. If you water your fucking grass, it's not always greener on the other side. Absolutely. Well, the fact of the matter is, you know... it. You are you are with the person you're, especially if you've made the commitment of marriage. Yeah, which I think uh, more people should probably do. Uh, you know, there's a difference between marriage and, and living together. As and this six year, seven year, ten year uh, engagement, dude. If you don't know within a freaking <laughs> year, year and a half, get off the horse. Go find another horse. Like I, I understand that. Okay, people, and I know we have one. It's like okay, they went through college. They were in high school sweethearts. That's different. 
But if you go to propose and you're going to know that you're going to get married, get married. You go to courthouse. You don't have to have an extravagant. Well, we're wedding. talking about what makes a man. I know we're but getting still, on some freaking soapboxes yes, right now, are. which is amazing. And I'm getting chill bumps. But what makes a man? A, a commitment makes a man. Like yeah. freaking Amen. like pull the trigger, dude. Only reason you're not saying will you marry me is because you're looking for a back door or you think you might want to keep that back door open. That's the only reason that you would not say will you marry me. Hey, the okay? things that scare you in life make you better. And if you are scared of commitment, just jump in, man. I'm telling you, if, especially if you really love the person you're in and you say you love the person that you, you, you're you with, then jump in. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing that, that's always hit me pretty hard is – as a man, if we're talking about what is a man, a man stands behind his commitment long after the feeling goes mm-hmm. away. Amen. Because mm-hmm. when you first make that commitment, man, dude, think good. about it, that that honeymoon feeling, like it's like, boom, Hun- like this the is best part. everything's Easy. awesome, dude. She yells at me and it makes me happy. Yeah. Like it turns me on or whatever it is. Like <laughs> what I, don't, are you doing? I don't know what your weird shit is, all you weird fuckers out there. <laughs> And stuff, but to be honest with you, a, a, a true man makes a commitment and he stands behind it even after the feeling's gone. Yep. The yep. problem with things today is everybody bases their shit off of feelings. Everybody, everybody bases everybody. their stuff off of things. You know what? I made that commitment, but it's a week and a half later. I don't feel the same about it, so I'm backing out of it. That's bullshit. Yep. And us at Shepherds of Men, we don't care about your feelings. We care what? about you, your growth. Mm-hmm. If you're not growing from this, mm-hmm. it, we've lost. We 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 we're failing you. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And that's that's what the shepherds of men are. You you make a commitment, and this is, and, and to be honest with you, if you are a man right now, and you are a man, and you consider yourself a man, you're listening to this podcast, and you're shaking your head, going, you know what? They're right. This is a great point. These guys have really got it dialed in. They understand. Like these are good points and stuff. To be honest with you. Shame on you because you have a responsibility as a man to spread this. You have a responsibility as a man to instill the, the, the humanity. Like where, where, where people look at men again and they go, you know what? There are gentlemen out there. And, and I don't mean shame on you in a sense of you're not doing things right. What I mean is if you are a man out there and you're shaking your head to this podcast right now going, you know what? They're right. They've got a lot of really good, solid points on this. Our goal is to take you in the Shepherds of Men umbrella and empower you to do what you need to do to spread it. Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately, we we can't. Four guys are not going to make the difference. We need you. Four guys are going to make the difference, but four guys are going to make the difference because it, it's the trickle trickle down effect. It's it's the next two. It's the next four. It's the next six. It's the whatever. multiplier. It's the multiplication. Like what effect. you said. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what. Uh, and I had this conversation with somebody that listened to our first podcast. I had the conversation today, and he said, "Listen, now one thing I want to ask you is, do you ever see yourself? Um, I can't remember the verbiage he used, but basically like." Uh, you know, expanding this to other people. I'm like, 100% shepherds of men does not believe that we're the only four shepherds on earth, Amen. right? Uh, and, and the fact of the matter is, just like we talked about last time, we're still growing every day too. So don't nobody needs to misconstrue what we're saying here. Again, we're growing every single day on purpose, right? But we, our whole goal, our whole mission is to have multiple, multiple, multiple people in each state, in each country, in each continent, that can that can have take on don this mantle of leadership as O says so well that that we can 
continue this movement so it's reaching more people we're like we're, we're in three countries already after one episode but listen there's way more than three countries on this on this globe right and we're pumped about that but the fact is we're going to continue to put out content we're going to continue to grow ourselves we're going to continue to pour into other people we're going to continue to to lead our families and, the, and be the examples that other people can follow because we want other people to follow it and be the examples for their generation and for the other folks that are in their sphere of influence because we can't do it on our own. We're asking people to not make us do it on our own. We will do it. We will stand in the gap. We will, for the rest of our life, do what is the right thing to do. And our kids will because they'll see how it's supposed to be done. But we believe that if we do that, that other people will come alongside us, not behind us, alongside us and do it with us. And then we're going to be more powerful together. And we're going to talk about that in episode three, which is going to be Legends Form Legacies because it's not just important that we do what's right, it's important that we teach what's right and be the example of what's right so then the next generation can continue to grow because we won't, what changed this society was not one generation. It was multiple generations of a little bit, a little bit, a little bit and slacking and slacking and slacking. What's going to get it back is going the other direction a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And men leading, leading from the front. I, could, I couldn't agree more with the way you said that. That's, that's, a, that's an outstanding way to put that. And it's, it's about having other men standing with us. And what I meant by four men cannot change the world uh, by ourselves is probably the best way to put that. Mm -hmm. But, dude, Cameron, that's, that's, that's a great, great little way to put that. Like, that's, that's awesome, man. And I, I couldn't agree with that more. Um, because that's, that's the entire goal of this movement, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we're, it is we're, a movement. It's not just four dudes talking about yeah. it. No, man. And we're going to have a good time. Like, no, no, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, we're, we, we got deep on some of this stuff, but it's cause we're very passionate about it. And I've noticed a couple of you guys well up a little bit, you know, maybe the eyes got a little bit shinier than what they normally are it's and stuff like that. There. And it should be because if it doesn't, then you're not passionate mm -hmm. about what you're doing, mm -hmm. you know? And, and it, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly 100%. about that kind of stuff. And, and like you said, the next episode is probably even more so because mm -hmm. right now it's about as a man, how do you become a man? What is a man? What are the next steps? You know, and I know Wilson is going to kind of outline some things uh, before we sign off on this one of some, 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 some daily activities that you guys can take to start to become more of a man uh, just just from our, our recommendations and from some things that we've seen from men that are, that are greater than us. Um, yep. You know, and, and like Cameron said, we're all imperfect. We're all growing daily and stuff. So, uh, you know, Cameron, man, I appreciate that, dude. I really do. That like that was awesome. Wilson, can you wrap us up as far as um, some bullet points on what to, some practical takeaways for the guys that are really, you know, that are really feeling this, that are really going, okay, where do I start? You know, that is definitely how I want to wrap this up. And guys out there that is listening to this, I want you to think of these things. I want you to think about what your own definition of a man is. I want you to write down, are you doing what your own definition is? I want you to think about the characteristics that make a man. Think about what, what really of the men of old were all about and, and how you treat your wife. Do you call her old lady? Because mm. if you do, that's the most disrespectful thing you could ever say to your wife. You want a better marriage? Stop saying Stop that. Stop telling your wife she's old. <laughs> uh, describe, like, think about your work ethic. Are you giving it your all in what you do? Are you passionate about what you do? And if you're not passionate about to do what you do, get passionate about something and go do it. Explain or think about like your adversity that you run into. Think about the things that you ran into in your life. Did you accept what you ran into? Did you f push through that adversity or did you let the adversity or that circumstance dictate your life? 
Think about how you lead your family. Can they look to you as the leader or do they have to look at your wife? Mm. How do you interact with other men? Guys, it's not all about you. There's other men that need you. And I know I do much better with this group right here that we're talking about with shepherds and men when I'm accountable to them. Who are you accountable to? And the society needs you. It's time for you to stand up because the way that the society is going right now, it's, it's a free for all. And we need leaders, men standing in the gap, standing up for what's right and actually leading the charge. Dude, if you've got a battle that you're facing, add another brother in there to help you out. If you've, if you're in a battle right now, the battle is our nation, our family, and what you believe in and pushing forward every single day. So I'm going to leave you with this. This is the movement. Our mission is to develop shepherds and men and in the entire world. If you're in a different country, God bless you. Thank you for listening to what we got going on. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we look forward to the next one. But until then, be the person you can be proud of. The person you can look in the mirror and go, I love you, man. I am excited about who you are becoming and go become.